Yeah, okay, I'm good. <clears throat> yes, get your voices ready, everybody. Get okay. into the spirit. Feel the rhythm. Feel the rhyme. Get on up. It's Solstice time God here at it. Torchlit Tavern it for our stupid Yuletide holiday. Yay! Well, Didn't you do this for a holiday up already? Probably. I just like that phrase and movie. You just like Cool Runnings. Yeah. I understand. One of these cool days it probably will be the subject matter of a Christmas episode. But Fantastic. for now, it's Torchlit Tavern. We're Torchlit Tavern. I'm out of practice. We're still in the middle of our in-betweens, but we love the holiday apps because they're good fun times. My name is Jameson Oxford. Today, I will be your dungeon master. We are still playing 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons today for this episode, which could run into a two-parter. We will see. I don't know. But before any of that, and uh, I guess we'll introduce characters as we go. None of that matters right now, because first, uh, we're not doing to my left anymore. That's dead. That is a that is a past thing. Um, playing with me today is... Wow. It's me. It's Ryan. I'm back again. Hello. I'm playing a character. You'll meet them shortly. Thanks for coming back. Hey, who am I playing with? Is it me? Damn it. Like, I know I'm, re- I know I'm reusing Damn it, a gag, but legitimately, he's I legitimately back. don't it's know you. where I am in the queue, guys. It's, it's you. Oh, hi, guys. You. It's me. I'm back, like Jay said. Hi. It's me. I'm Mitch. I'm back. I'm happy to play D&D with these guys again. Though, I'm not going to lie, it's going to be rough because it has been a long minute since I've run anything 5th edition. Halloween was great. was a lot of fun. But uh, that's not 5th edition, so we'll see how this goes. I, too, am playing a character. And I don't say to my left, right? No. Nope. Yeah, d- nope, it doesn't dead. bother. We left that behind. Yeah, it's dead. Yeah. Uh, that's and, our gift. Uh, also joining the table. And to my right. Ah. Uh, fuck. Fuck. And also joining the table is, of course, uh, your... Your uh, Twitch dungeon master, your your friend of the show, your uh, evening correspondent, Jeff. Uh, not here reprising any roles, just here to bring some holiday cheer. Maybe I don't know. Probably not. I'm not a holiday cheer kind of guy. It's just not my thing. But come on, Jeff. Put some peppermint in my you. mocha. Come on, man. Stick your peppermint in his mocha. I've got some peppermint for you. Oh no. We're gonna have fun. Is, is that, that the voice? That's the voice. That's what we're gonna get, is isn't that, it? I thought he was joking in the beginning, but no. okay, let's. Yeah, oh, I thought no! he was playing this in the beginning. This is it, boys and girls. The mood all changed. Let's have a good okay, time. Okay, all right. Let's let's get through this as quickly as possible. I think before we kick off, let's go ahead and give the the people a little bit of information on what we're up to lately and what to expect from us coming up. This episode will probably be toward the end of December, and yes, then. We might have some stuff to release, but it is likely that we will not release anything for Campaign 2 until February because we've decided to embrace how long we're taking, take our time, and come back in on the same day that we started, which is Valentine's Day, a.k.a. Hump Day. It just felt right to begin where we began. Oh, shit. Sorry, guys. I got a work thing that weekend. I don't know if we can... <laughs> I will be holding auditions to replace my teammates. Uh, not, I'm not going to say which ones, but you probably know. Hi! Oh, no. Valentine's Day isn't on a, is on a Monday. Are we going to have to change our, our release day? We might release on Valentine's Day for camp for the first step and then go back to our Wednesday schedule if that's the case. Or just do Mondays from here on for the whole the rest yeah, should of the Yeah, we just stick to it. No, I, we'll, we'll make that call later. But, um, but long- and don't worry because if we do choose to stick to Mondays, we'll stick to Mondays just as well as we stuck to Wednesdays and you'll get it whenever the hell it comes up. Hey, how dare you? We stuck to Wednesdays for a very good time. We are better at this than most 
podcasts, and I take that as a point of prod, pride and insanity. I, I also take it as a prodding point. You can prod yeah, it. Yeah, I take right it as a point, point of prod, too. Yeah. Anyway. Prod me, daddy. Long story short. Let's... Let's let's uh let's talk about it briefly. Let's talk about everything briefly. We are gearing up for campaign two. That's exciting. You should be excited. We're excited. Uh legitimately each one of us here at the table is like to to their own extent sort of chomping in the bit with their character ideas and all that stuff. It's very it's it's gonna be good stuff. In the meantime, we are still doing our Twitch stream. That is every other Wednesday we do our we do a Twitch game the that I host, that I well I run. The Wacko Mundo game. It's a lot of fun. It's wacky. It's it's quirky. It's it's something to come watch. And if you like it, if you like us, you'll like it. If you like it, you like us. You know, same old, same old. But if you're not a fan of starting a new campaign, obviously there's not as much sort of backlog there. You kind of got to just jump in to a certain extent. Uh, if you're not a fan of that, don't worry. Interchanging Wednesdays, normally when the Wednesdays when we would normally drop a new episode, and you're like, oh no, where's my episodes? You can actually come watch us, and we and I do a little show called No Dice there, where we talk about the end of this campaign that we just finished and the beginning of this next one. We're just gonna we just talk about like kind of some of the stuff we're chomping at the bit at, some of the ideas and all that stuff. I can't wait for you to come come listen. Hopefully you can come listen there and and see what's going on. Also, of course, we've got all our fucking social media, the the Facebook, the Twitter, the TikTok, if you like TikTok, the Instagram, all of that, Torchlit Tavern, please come find us. And our website, which is not as busy as it could be, but it is still well built by our one and only Mr. Jameson Oxford himself. It is a functional website. Yes. Yes. So come view our functional website and our barely functioning social media and come watch us if you feel like you're missing out. Uh, do we have anything else to announce? Um, anything else we'd like to hit on? This won't release till December. Is there anything looking forward that far that uh, might be worth um, mentioning? Or hey, I'm, blank I'm space. Doing a toy drive? No, I don't know. I got thing. nothing. You're doing a toy drive, bud? No. I mean, we we could do that sort of shit. I we could do a toy do drive. <laughs> do, do, do you guys want to do a toy drive? I mean, how do you do a toy drive? Well, well, you buy a toy, you drive yeah. it to a, to a child that needs a toy. <laughs> We're doing this the most grassroots way possible. <laughs> We're just. I mean, Jeff works for directly. schools. There's kids that need toys there. That's fair. I do work for schools. He does work for the schools. No, I, I'm with it. We run the Torchlit Tavern Toy Drive. We, the Torchlit Tavern, tell you to go get a toy and give it to people that go need it. Go drive it, it to someone know. who needs a fucking toy. That, that is <laughs> the Torchlit Tavern Toy Drive. Go drive a toy to, toy drive, that, drive a, toy a, to a person. Go <laughs> drive a toy to we, a stranger, specifically. We Not don't some feel that we are capable of really helping you in any way. But you should go get a toy. And just give it to someone, just, just preferably someone you don't know. Legitimately, I am, I, am, I am into endorsing the Torchlet Tavern toy drive every year because that is hilarious to me. I just go buy a Tonga good. truck and throw it is it. A, it is a very good joke that, oh yeah, we're doing a toy drive. You go and pick up some toys and drive it to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> All yeah, right, that's everybody, you heard it here first. Uh, Today marks, first. this year marks the first, first Torchlet Tavern toy drive. Take a toy. And just go give it to somebody. Just I drive it to somebody. I would prefer a child in need, but I, I honestly, because I am a, a goon and a troll at heart, will also be happy to hear that you gave it to literally anybody. Make sure you Preferably drive it. You if know you what? walk and, a toy to and, somebody, I'm going to be upset. Yeah, you must you drive. Don't walk it to them. 
Don't walk to drive it to him. That's important. It is also, a toy drive. You know not what I'm gonna walk. say? You know what I'm gonna say? Which is a, 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 a defining factor for me. I don't care what fucking kind of toy either. You know what I'm saying? If that toy's oh. for children, great. Oh, no, no, if no. No, it's for kids. What a new Torchlit Tavern toy drive. Torchlit Tavern is not I'm a dungeon giving master. of sex toys to people under the age of 18. Hey, if it is if it is that kind of toy, it better be a new toy, Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It must be a new toy. <laughs> a new toy, toy in a box. That is an important part of any toy drive. It really has to be a new toy. New in a toy. Dro- Nobody, in a box. If you're and, giving and, old hey, toys at any hey, toy drive, you're, you know, you're we need to hold these people monster. accountable. So send us a picture of uh, you driving this toy to a person. Oh my God! Please, but, not, not, but don't yes. take the picture while you're driving. Preferably not like while Mitch. driving. Yes. Yeah. Be but, safe yeah, out there. Send it. Send it back to us. Hashtag Torch the Tavern Toy Drive. Torch the Tavern Toy Drive. Okay. Twenty twenty one. Toy Drive. Torch the Toy Drive. Twenty twenty one. Torchlit Tavern Toy Drive. Uh, hashtag Torchlit Toy Drive 2021. I like it. Can't or wait for it to blow up on Toy Drive. We'll we'll iron that out. Yeah, just look look out look out on the social media. It'll it'll be there. You'll find your hashtag. Yeah, it'll be there. Uh, Ryan Ryan's gonna we'll be uh, on the Twitter it. about it. I'm certain. I'm I'm real certain about it. Now that we've added in our required amount of chaos. That we must oh, and if you want, if you want direct Torchlit Tavern support for your Torchlit toy drive, feel free to send us a message, and uh, we will randomly select a toy for you to drive to someone. Ooh. You got to figure out who. Oh, We're not doing no. that for you. I would, Somebody uh, get me a big book of toys. I don't recommend Google. that, but I do want you to do it. And on that note, I think we're gonna go ahead and begin our Soul Smith season. The realm of Solstmas has seen much upheaval in the last few material years. Conflict, theft, and what some would consider acts of total war. The rest of Fae has grown restless, for even as their inner conflicts heat up, the silence coming from the land of Solstmas has not gone ignored. Word from the material plane has traveled back that the Solstmas season has all but been ignored for two years on the material plane, a time that would measure any amount of decades or aeons within the land of Fae. A team of fairies and Sid supporters has been gathered to investigate, traveling to the land of Solstmas in a small fairy airship to explore and bring back word of what has become of the Santa Claus and his peoples. As you fly the complicated and lengthy path to where you know the lands of Yule reside, a trepidation has already set in. And so you guys are flying in on what amounts to an airship, and uh, it's one of the fairy airships, one of the smaller models. It is a wicker construction and you guys are all on the deck and you are heading toward a set of mountains that you know that once you cross this mountains you will be in the land of Solstmas. Uh, you know that once you get there it'll be very cold. Right now you're sort of on an outer edge of autumn and winter as much as the geography makes sense for you guys. You guys don't need to concern yourselves about it. We pan into the ship huh? and at the prow of the ship it appears that there is some sort of figure that stands at the, or at the prow almost like a uh, a figurehead. Is that what they call it? Figurehead? Yeah. On the ship? Mitch? No? Okay. I'm a figurehead. Sure. I think so. And as the sun comes across, you realize that it is not a part of the ship, but in fact, a centaur. Yeah, it's a centaur that is wearing a very nice, just long coat. It uh, drapes 
over the shoulders very nicely and all the way back onto his uh, haunches, I guess you would call them. And uh, he, he stands very uh, proper at the prow, and he is playing a very large violin, which, you, which actually you see to be a cello that he's holding like a violin, like some kind of asshole or something. <laughs> like in his neck? <clears throat> yes. Oh my god, okay. I think it's safe to say that centaur has reached during melee attacks. Yeah, we're going to have to so. give it to him. And he seems to be just just going to town on that cello for no one in particular, mainly just for himself. That centaur is Darthaniel Flueblower. <laughs> All right. Also on the ship is a satyr, and I would like to know how the satyr feels about the music. So, so uh, on the top deck, you find we find a, a, a satyr who's mostly black with little tufts of white here and there, covered in uh, thick hide armor, sitting or leaning against something, listening to the the songs made by this, this centaur and thinking to himself it could be more upbeat but this but it's not bad and he will uh, instead of dancing to what is probably a somewhat somber song he uh, he just leans and he taps his hoof as he taps his hoof from below decks a fairly large figure comes from below Am I mistaken in that intro, Mitch? No, you're correct. Okay. Brought up from the lower decks is what you can only assume is the third member of the entourage who was originally brought in in a large wooden rattling crate bound by iron chains. You were formally warned that this (laughs) entity was a former Solzmus enforcer, a construct made from the realm of Solzmus to safeguard it against the other creatures, the other realms of Fae. It has now been removed from the crate and is dragged up on deck by several large Fae. Its large, mechanical body, forged from gingerbread itself, its dark, black, soulish licorice gumdrop eyes, and long braids of licorice strands pulled into a tight knot out of the back of its head. Adorning its body in several places are armaments of candy cane lances and spears. It gazes through you, seeing into the realm beyond. And it says menacingly, Spring, summer, autumn, fay, I've come to kill you all today. And rattles its chains menacingly. The, the playing stops abruptly. <laughs> a, uh, a group of, uh, of uh, Kenku have followed up with it, with chains that are kind of just all being tugged on by them. They've, they've brought it up topside because they know they're about to arrive. And you just hear a series of squawk, 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 as they bring it up to the top deck. Uh, at the helm is one such Kenku who just looks at everybody and goes, squawk. I, I, I approach uh, the person at the helm and uh, I say, now are we sure we have to bring this thing around with us? Squawk. And it's not you're certain going to just turn on us and just demolish us? Kill you all! That, yes, that. Bersquare. You're certain. Bersquare. I am bound by the ever-indomitable imposing will of Solzmiss. I can't be the only one that's uneasy about this. You're okay with this? I understand your, your reservations. It's, it's haunting. The chains rattle. They all tug really hard on it. I see you when you're sleeping. I know 
Can that be shut up? Is it possible for it to be shut up? As you guys worry about the reliability of your bodyguard, quote-unquote, you clear a final mountain ridge, heading rimward in a Wittershin spiral. You expect the cold, unforgiving snows of Solstice to greet you, a blast of skin-gouging white that invites you into the lands of winter holiday season. But as you come down into the valley beyond the mountain, you realize that the white, windy weather before you is much more abrasive, and notably, doesn't melt. The land is not seeable, but as you come down into the storm, you are immediately assailed with just grit and dirt in your face. You, you've somehow landed in the midst of a dust storm of some kind, rather than a snowstorm, and this is not what you expected. As you guys come down uh, from the mountaintop, you can't keep too much air, so you are like right up in it, and it cuts your visibility. Uh, the Kenku at the helm starts yelling, and you see people start letting go of the chains and moving to various areas, and uh, you guys know that you are supposed to find uh, someone, some sort, some person who set out a distress signal that you're supposed to meet up with and get information from. But if the storm is like this, it's going to be hard to find them. Uh, you might have to land. Uh, do you guys have any idea of what you'd like to do? I would like to push this, sh- this thing off the ship because I hate it. I have been released from my binds. Yes, this is definitely very trouble. How sturdy is this thing? Can we just push it off and land on it? You can try. <laughs> I do like this idea. I'm willing to. And uh, the construct pulls a shield off of its back that is unmistakably, uh, unmistakably a slide. Well, this this does make it seem more plausible more plausible that this is an option, yes? I'm a centaur. It's a big sled. Is it? Yeah. Like, it's like, like, like is it Santa-sized Because, like, <laughs> how, how good is that padding? Because, you know, I am, I am a half horse, and if I break my leg, we're putting me down. How, how we have to do this in D&D 5e to make this make I sense. I can't typically, I can't really the jump Seder, off of high places. That's not the good Seder for me. The has to <laughs> The satyr has to get on the centaur like a mount. Then the satyr has to equip the warforge like an item. Then we can all ride on the sled, which is a vehicle. Yeah, that works. Yeah, no, that tracks. Uh, as you guys argue about the feasibility of a sled, you start to see that the Kanku are becoming more and more agitated, and the sight level is going down. You also feel the ship that you are all standing on pitch in a way that is alarming. Uh, it seems that you're losing altitude. You don't have to worry. Hold on. You do not have to worry about the about the the size of yourself. I am capable of making it smaller. That's this is something. If that is if that is feasible, then let's do it. Of course, it's very feasible. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, I cast reduce on you. How small do I get, Jeff? Uh, you are halved in all dimensions, and your weight is reduced to one eighth what it normally is. Okay. So, am I like a mule tar, mule centaur now, or like, More like or like a, a mini horse centaur? Yeah, a pygmy horse centaur. A mini yeah. centaur. Oh fuck! There's there's a breed, a pygmy dwarf or shit. Something like that. That's I okay. should know this. Come on, Mitch, you're missing Donkey your fact tar. of the day right now. I know. Equestrians, right? do your thing. Horse girls, where you at? <laughs> miniature pony, miniature pony tar, miniature pony tar. Today is a picture, pick your own fact of the day sort of day. Please insert your fact here. Pretty sure it's a miniature pony talk. Mitch, I still need to, you need you to go. go through epidemic sound and pick your Mitch's fact of the day sound. It's true. The 
be fun. So, uh... Oh, here, just record this. Ah, oh, goddammit. And just play that every time. <laughs> no, the did. Kenku... Ah, oh, goddammit. The Kenku with the helm is rest, trying to wrest control of the ship, and he looks at you guys getting ready, and he says, Squawk! And then he starts to turn and try to peel back toward the mountain. It is clear that he's trying to save the ship, and he's going to try to go back out of the storm, and that if you wish to stay, you're going to need to bail. Uh, the only way is forward, and if you turn, you die! And the construct pulls out its peppermint lance and brandishes it at the uh, the helmsman. The helmsbird? The helmsquawk? Uh, he, he is... Squawksman? He is... <laughs> the squawks. He is, he is pulled level with what looks like some sort of foothill or mountain peak, and he's, come, like, trying to keep the ship as level as possible. Uh, it looks like this is the safest place for you guys to get off. Uh, I look at the, uh, the centaur and I go... It is unfortunate that we have not had time for introductions, but I'll jump on and you kick him off. <laughs> I jump on this Solstice Abomination's back, and because, you know, I'm like, kinda like a goat, I'm on there. Fucking on there. <laughs> and I definitely have less than 92, de- er, greater than 92 degrees of slope, yes. Yeah, so, I'm on that bitch. As soon as the satyr mounts up, uh, the, the Warforged construct just turns 90 degrees and starts walking towards the edge of the ship. So, let me... Are we really... Are we really just jumping off? This... Oh, this seems like the best uh, course of option. Yes. Okay, and then as I guess as they uh, walk up to the edge, I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm already standing there and I am going to horse kick his ass off the side. <laughs> and then jump after him to follow, I guess. Unnecessary. As you all go sailing out into the storm, you hear one last... Uh, minimized and muffled and the ship pulls away from you and disappears quickly into the heart of this storm and you guys land on immediately on a soft forgiving hillside the satyr stuck his hand out as we were falling down by the way to grab the 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 centaur so that we could both be on the miniature pony talk sure yeah y'all are together uh are you guys uh go ahead and i think we didn't name the gingerbread man. So, Mitch, uh, your gingerbread man, could he please roll me an athletics check to see how well he lands with his sled, correct, that he has? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, his name is House. House. Gingerbread. Got it. Got um, it. <laughs> um, do I need to roll something to, I guess, land on this sled correctly? No, I'm actually putting it in him. He's going to his you athletics need to, check. You need to roll a hold the fuck on. Okay. Yeah. Uh being a construct designed for warfare and not being made of squishy flesh, the Warforge just compacts itself down like a missile with the toboggan sled on the bottom. You said athletics? Yes. Man, sorry guys, that's only a 15. That's good enough. So he, you riding him have no problem. He squares himself up in a way that you're not jostled too much. And because you have hold of the, the pony tar... You guys land, and you basically are both riding his back as he rides a sled down yes. this hill. And you guys rapidly descend. It's this large, steep slope, and you coast, and it doesn't take long before you go beneath this storm. And you come out and come to a sliding stop at the base of a white sand dune. The land before you is barren. An unending sea of white collected in hills and valleys of shifting porcelain. Dunes, as far as you can see. The white snows of Solsmus have melted and have freed from beneath a crystalline, powdery sand. Welcome to the lands of Solsmus. 
or as I'm going to call this one, Solstmus Dune. Yeah, yeah. When you said Dune multiple times, I was like, here we go. Mitch's random. I'm glad I just saw this movie. <laughs> Mitch's random fact. Uh, the sand in the desert is largely useless for construction because it's entirely too polished. Nothing binds to it. So are we, right. uh, so is th- these dunes, these dunes. Yeah, what about these dunes? Are they spicy? Guys, what are we doing? What are we doing today? What are we, what are we doing here? Okay. <laughs> if I put the, um, the 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 sand from these dunes in my nog, does it make it spicy nog? It might. So as you come to a stop, you you stand before <laughs> this open stretch of nothing but sand, and you realize that finding who you are looking for might be difficult. And immediately you were confronted with just the sheer size for one of this area, and you realize that a lot of time must have gone by in the realm of Solstmus. What do you guys do? Uh, I immediately start walking in a very zigzag staggered pattern. Um, this is, uh... <laughs> Are my eyes blue yet? No, not yet. I mean, to be fair, they could be. They he could never described his character. <laughs> this is not what I would expect from this place. Ah, yes. The vast, unforgiving wastelands of Solstmus, wherein lie the remains of thousands of fools. I suppose you are the more familiar of this place than the two of us. Uh, House, would you like to lead the way? Uh, I would like to lead the way, but I, I don't know what to do uh dm you wanna you wanna sling me a directive here like i said you guys you guys know that when you got here you were supposed to meet with someone who sent out a signal you don't know who that is but you're but that's your best lead and you know Sorry, that it has been three minutes. and i'm gonna go ahead and say that you have like a magical device that kind of tracks that and you know which direction it sort of is okay think like a magical key fob a la mandalorian no, I have a, that is I, I have a better dumb idea. I have a better dumb what idea. Better? It's an iron stone. An iron stone? But uh, instead of orbiting around your head, it, it just floats in the, in the direction of the guy you're supposed to, uh, the place you're supposed to go. It's that way. Perfect. So what you guys have, so... An iron, an iron compass. Un, un compass? Un compass. I love it. The only piece of information that you guys had going in was that somebody had sent out some sort of beacon. And the way that you guys track this beacon is that one of you has an iron compass. And the iron compass just sort of aims in the direction that you that generally that signal is coming from, or what's coming from last. Uh, who has the compass? I feel like our Seder friend would have that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. It is time to begin my sacred conquest! And the construct brandishes its lance and starts stabbing the sand. <laughs> uh, this shit don't belong the, here. The, the Seder looks around and he goes, We have not officially introduced ourselves... I am Sol, Sol Dans. It is a pleasure. Yes, I am, uh, g- good, good to meet you. I am Darthaniel Flutblower, and, uh, I'm happy to be here, I suppose. I am the sacred protectorate of Solsmith's house, the gingerbread man-at-arms. Yeah, guten Morgen. Uh, I'm going to be real with you. I'd much rather be playing the concert that I should be at right now, but I will... I was recruited for yeah, this, and, and they needed I would, the help, and I, technically I have duties, so here I am. Uh, yeah, I would rather... Die, Vile Sand! I would rather 
be doing a, a number of things. Uh, not fled from my homelands, uh, helping you. Really, I really don't care about Solstice anyway. I don't even celebrate it. House turns Neither around with a bomb in his hand that he was already preparing. You don't care about what? Solstice is great. My Are family loves Solstice so much. Can I tell you? We used to sit around and drink the spicy nog all the time. This is not true. I really I do not care for Solstice. Solstice is great. Yeah, yeah. I, I also do Spicy don't, nog I is not don't. intended for sentient creature consumption. Uh, and uh, Sol takes out of his, out of a pocket that he has in one of his, uh, fucking shits <laughs> a, a, he just has you, pockets in his fur legs <laughs> I mean he's also wearing armor <laughs> so it's probably in his armor not in his fur legs you heard it here Jay it's canon satyrs biologically have they pockets have pouches <laughs> yes <laughs> I mean it's your world bro you make it however you want you have pockets fuck. bro <laughs> your satyr pocket <laughs> you have, it, you have, it, it's want- called a pouch and you do have two of them. I really You've want you to pouches. look at me very excitedly about your pockets and say, look, it has pockets, and put your hands in them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think any satyr excitedly goes, look, my legs have pouches. <laughs> Specifically because those are probably a reproductive uh, thing. Wow, okay, Ooh, we're going somewhere now. As, as pouches are oh, in yeah, all more yeah, supers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm really digging the, the world building going on here. Uh, the little <laughs> iron compass flashes in your yeah, periphery. I pull out the fucking compass. Yes. No, it's just there. It's just floating. Because it's either okay. is or is not. So I go, um, yeah, so this uh, should take us where we need to go. It should, yeah. Follow, and we shall uh, find what we are looking for. Okay. Yes, let's go. But but also, you like you like I know you wanted to do introductions and whatnot, but like you knew who I was already, right? You were just being polite. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, really. Darthaniel Hornblower, you know, fa- fa- famous an unsanctioned fa- famous to the inappropriate season. Yes, that Normally famous cellist, really? No. Blue blowers, nothing. N- no. I uh I heard I heard your music, yeah, and it was, uh, good. <laughs> let's just go. It's not It's fine, nice. let's go. It's not Don't worry I'm about like. it, let's go. It's My okay. name is it's okay. Let's go. I. I'll take, take one of these CDs spirit. for later, okay? I signed it. There's a hoof print okay. on it. Okay. As you guys travel <laughs> through the desert, I need you guys to I have hands. There's a hoof print on it. He puts a hoof print on the other side. Guys, I, I, guys, I'm guys, sorry, Jay. I'm sorry. It's let's a good go. joke, but I'm going to need you to stop. I tried to say let's go like five times. <laughs> You're breaking your DM over here. I had to mute. Um, I need everyone to roll a survival check because immediately, as Orangey Pritchett has found out in another world, you immediately realize it's hot. I'm a summer fate. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. Your DC is incredibly low. Okay. You said survival? Yes. Watch me fail this, boys and girls. I did not pick survival as one of the things I add six to. Wow. I'm a construct. I'm from winter. Why would I need that? 13. It's going to be a 10. 4 plus 4. Uh-oh. So, surprisingly, the gingerbread man at arms... Mitch eyes? ...is okay 
Uh, it's not great. You feel the warmth kind of seeping into you, particularly the can- more candied bits of you. Um, Your frosting starts to melt. Yeah, the frosting starts to get a little melty. Uh, Do I get a dex bonus as I become more limber? Your sensor <laughs> friend, though, is not... Uh, handling the heat well. He's huffing and puffing as you guys traverse this desert. It turns out that hooves ain't great at sand and he's working twice as hard. So we don't know what his base species is but it's not Arabian. Fair. Certainly not. Because they don't give a fuck about heat. Yeah. He's not doing great. I'm going to go ahead and give you one level of exhaustion as you travel across the desert. So very quickly this is after only an hour you start to feel the strain of the heat and walking across the desert sands. And you guys will also need to roll me... Actually, well, let me just do this. I got, I got the answer to this. Ooh. Ooh. Is, did Jay just remember that passive yes. scores exist? Yeah, I love them. <laughs> so, I don't like it. You're huffing and you're puffing, but Darthaniel Flute Blower, you have a very keen set of ears from all of your time playing cello. Mm-hmm. And you start to hear... I would agree with a that. Dis- a distant rumbling. Hey, uh, I think there's something coming. Do you hear that? Uh, I'm assuming I'll no. Roll perception. Uh, none of you have heard it yet, but you can roll perception because he called it out. Yeah. Can I? Can I like tell what direction it might be coming from? Or uh, roll perception. Give, go, you roll roll that yourself, and then I'll let you know if you have more details. Jesus fuck. DC fourteen. Or sorry, perception eight. 14. Eight, uh, 14. Dumbass. Savior. Ten. But I, I, I rolled a three, though. Yeah. You're not... <laughs> okay. I got a real you good perception, have... and I still fumbled it. <laughs> it The sound just sort of... There's no way to pinpoint it, and you guys don't even it hear it at is. all. It's, not yet. It's just fucking coming. All right. Yeah. Uh, I, d- I don't know where it's coming from, but it's getting louder. We should go. We are going. Yeah. Let's... Let us... Yeah. Let's move. You are currently in, in the middle of, like, four dunes that have made a bowl. If you climb to the top of the next dune, you might have a better idea of where to go. So I need you guys all to roll athletics as you run up this dune, if you're going to run faster. Oh, man, that sucks. <laughs> Running up sand is the worst. Yes. Like, I'm fat and out of shape, but it just sucks. Jesus, my rolls. All right, 11. 16. <laughs> 9 plus 2. 4. Damn. Yeah! Damn. Shit. Okay, so uh, Let's just get very right quickly, away. Gingerbread Man just sort of starts to outpace you guys up the hill. You guys find that your hoofed feet are not well-equipped for getting good traction in a sandy hill. It's weird that they would choose us for a mission like this. I am the unstoppable forward force of Solthmas. And you guys are moving at half speed up this hill, so whatever your speeds are, they're only half as fast right now. Um, Except for our gingerbread boy. Our gingerbread boy is damn near at the top of the hill. What's your speed at half? We're all 30 base, right? I'm 40 because yeah. I'm a horse. Okay. Of course. I'm 35. Okay. Fuck. <laughs> so are they moving at the same pace as you? No, my, my base is 30. Oh, okay. So you get to the top of the hill first, uh, house, and at the top of the hill, you scan really quickly, and you guys have been heading north, of course, and to the east of the hilltop as you get there, you see a cloud of dirt, and you see what looks like movement, on the sand, or in the sand. Uh, and it's something that House actually isn't familiar with in the area. This is not something you've ever seen. We have an incursion! Uh, also, House, you see that if you go a little bit to the northwest, if you guys change your course a little bit, there is what seems to be a rocky 
uh, cliff or hillside, like a, 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 a more stable land base that you guys could reach. I advise we redirect our course to a better tactical position. That way, we may inevitably slay, murder, dismember, and utterly destroy this incursion in the great realm of Solsmiths. I'm I'm not from this area, so that's fine. Let's just do what he says. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Okay, you guys are still running at half speed, following your, your gingerbread man. The gingerbread man, you guys run, and as you guys run, this sound gets louder and louder. Behind you, you see sands are being pushed up and shifting. And then it, you can tell that you're only halfway there, and this thing is going to be cutting you off very quickly. Uh, what do you guys do? There's no way you'll make it in time. I've seen the movie, Jay. We die. <laughs> <laughs> what if I can all of a sudden move 50 feet? Uh, you might be able to get yourself to safety. You've got, okay. let's say you have 100 feet, and you can, let, let's say 200 feet, and this thing seems to be moving twice as fast as you are and gaining. Okay, well, uh, do you a know what a... house has a vehicle. Do you know what a fast teeth is? A what? A fast teeth. I don't know what a fast teeth is. It's a, it's, a, it's a creature I could turn into because it's a quarter, quarter CR creature. Uh, house takes alarm at what is going on, and though he's not used to sand, House is used to slippery hilltops, and his body unnaturally folds through itself, over itself, and on top of the toboggan, and he rockets down the other side of the hill. Okay. And House just proceeds to unfold and refold up and down these slopes. I go when as soon as he goes to to be a sled, I just jump on him. Like why would I? Why would I not? <laughs> <laughs> and I and I look back and go just. Uh, what do you weigh? There might be enough room. I immediately just tip over on my side and I slide down on my side. <laughs> I don't even. I don't even say anything. I just do. <laughs> uh, Jeff, what do you? What does your character weigh? Just you. You can snowball it. Pun intended. <laughs> let's let's ballpark it at like 165 pounds. Okay. All right. The moment you jump on his back, you notice that the treads of his sled catch way more sand and it doesn't go nearly as fast, but you guys do get to the bottom of the hill much quicker. I'm going to go ahead and, and, and like shave a round off this. Uh, it looks like you gained a little ground. The horse sort of just falls down, slides 10 centaur, feet. I centaur, thank you. Yeah, the centaur falls down, slides 10 feet, He's rolls over, kicking sand up into the air before coming to a stop halfway down the hill. It's worth a shot, and then I get up and I just continue going. <laughs> oh, no. So you guys are 25 feet further than he is, uh, and you have 100 feet left to go. Behind you is a tremendously large furrow of earth coming at you very quickly, and it's only 50 feet behind Darthaniel right now. Um, <laughs> I look back at our centaur friend and I go, Yeah, if you were something that could uh, ride something else, I could help you, but... Unfortunately, I can't. And then I turn into a, like, two-legged dinosaur-looking creature, and I just start moving. Okay, so you transform it into, you called it a fast teeth, which yes. looks like a small raptor dino. I've never seen this before, but I'll allow it. You turn into what is essentially a desert raptor, and you just start across the sound, no, no problem. Your previous failed roll is negated. You're moving at whatever speed this thing moves at. Yeah, 50. 50. Moving at 50 feet. So you're you're damn near out of here, out of here, Scott Free. Um, yeah, I stop at the top of every dune and I look back at them, but I can't speak to them, so I just look back at them. Yeah. So House, what do you do? You're at the bottom of the hill already uh, in your sled. House folds off of his sled 
and uh, begins running up the hill like normal because it's all he's got. And uh, his bottom half runs forward and his top half rotates around 180 degrees and begins to prepare a bomb. Okay. All right, Darth Daniel, what do you do? He knows when you've been naughty. Okay. I didn't know if he was going to continue that. Um, I am going to, uh, since uh, it is, it is, we are on a slope. So, it, and it is behind yeah, me. Yeah, you're still on the slope. You haven't even hit the bottom. So yet. I'm going, I didn't ask for this item, but I didn't take a whole lot of items. So I thought, eh, whatever. So I'm going to ask you now. Uh, I have an immovable rod. Okay. Can I use that? So is that do okay? I. I did take that Are you that okay item. with that? I didn't ask the fact that I have an immovable the, rod? I'll allow it. Cool. I don't know if it's going to matter or not, depending on it, what you do. It probably <laughs> won't. But uh, I, I assume since... Uh, I mean, oh, oh shit! I don't really know what it is, but uh, it's uh, something is coming at me through the sand, and yeah. uh, I am going to hold an action to as soon as I see it emerge. I am going to throw up that rod and activate it, and then just fall down and go as low to the ground as I possibly can. Okay. You think it's gonna tremors out of the dune? Ideally, hopefully, saying. yes. Okay. Okay. So, as you do that... Everything is chasing me is going to hopefully run into a rod. I don't know how big it is, so we'll see how that goes. So, as House prepares his bomb and sings his song, the ground underneath him begins to sink and change and and shift, and you find it hard to to stand up, and you start to lose your footing. Um, You could prep the bomb or choose not to, but basically, House is on the edge of it, and directly beneath Darthaniel, the entire sand starts to swirl and open up. Uh, you realize that whatever your plan was isn't going to work out, and you quickly grab your removable rod as the sands start to disappear from beneath you. Um, you feel this happen, and then your keen ears start to hear the unmistakable noise of cracking nuts. <laughs> like, like a walnut? Like chestnuts roasting on an open fire? No, like walnuts, but yeah. I mean, not far off. And then this, it's there's a pause. Uh, Soul, from the safety of the rock outcropping that you've achieved, you see all of this as it stops, retreats, and then the furrow of earth just sort of disappears off in the direction of the cracking nut. You are left hanging ten feet above a pit of sand that is no longer there, uh, and then sand sort of fill back in, and uh, House gets his footing back underneath him, and you guys are all breathing heavily as you watch it retreat away. I mean, I don't breathe. I'm go- <laughs> Whatever. I'm going to. Soul's, Soul was chilling at the top. Soul runs down uh, and transforms back and goes, Yeah, that was um, terrifying, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to deactivate the rod and then just fall to the ground and fucking get up <laughs> and say, What was that? That was an incursion outside the normal parameters of the souls of his creatures. You don't know what that was? I am not familiar with that creature. It is nothing that is known in my registries. We need to get out of here now. From behind you all comes a voice. Yes, you should get off the sands. It is not safe. I turn. Behind you is a fairly short, human-sized creature. It, is, it appears to be dressed in thick leathers and strange tubing. As it peels off its helmet, a cascade of very well-kept, sexy, long hair comes across and a good-looking man stands and says welcome my name is Walter Ohio you must have gotten my message I haven't seen this movie yet so all these references are just like (laughs) (laughs) oh god 
Okay. Um. Proclaim your house or suffer my wrath. I am of House Tinsel. I'm I'm sorry. Did you say? And I gesture around. Get off the sand. Really? Yes. Yes. Get on the rock right now. Do it. Okay. Let me walk over to the rock. Yeah, if this rock, I'll if this rock, I'll get on it. Yeah. This rock. It won't stop. Though, it'll it'll slow him down. You should you should get on the rock. I, yes. I walk over to the rock. I trot over to the rock as much as I can trot on sand. Welcome to the land of Solstice. Like I said, my name is Walter Ohio. I'm the one who sent out the distress signal. Ah, okay, sir. Ohio, what, what what do you need from us here? Yeah, uh, it's... I don't know if you've noticed, but we're ill-prepared for this area. It's, it's very different here. Follow yeah. me. No, I'll t- we'll talk and walk. I'll show you. Yeah. The Nutcracker will only keep it busy for so long. The what? I'll explain as we go. And he starts walking into a valley of rock, leading away from the sands. Obviously, you're a daft horse, not a draft horse. <laughs> he laughs as he walks. <laughs> I, okay. Yeah, the abomination has jokes now. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Don't. I don't. I don't appreciate Whatever. that. I am a very famous cellist. Thank you. So as you guys move into this this cave sort of canyon, he speaks. He says. A few hundred years ago, the land of Solstice lost its king. Santa Claus went missing. Oh no! We assumed the worst. His son, Jack of Frostis, and Mrs. Claus did what they could to keep the land together. But it's a rival house, the House of Gingerbread, led by Belle Snickle, a former follower of Krampus, decided that it was time to take advantage. I was their number one bodyguard, and I kept them alive for as long as I could. But eventually, we were betrayed by someone within the house, and we've, been, we've recently been scattered to the wind. Ever since we lost Santa, we lost the secret of the spice, the spicy nog, that keeps our reindeer flying. And without the reindeer flying, we had no way of leaving Solstice. And so we've been stuck here. The snows melted. The snowmen retreated into the hills. It's about time someone showed up to help. Thank you. So that's that's all that's all well and good, but like have have you like you know me, right? Who? Like 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 you had heard of me before, yeah? Um I'm not gonna lie, I feel like I should. I I, I strike the pose with the cello, look 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 familiar. You know, it's been a couple hundred yeah. years and I haven't been in contact, so no. Yeah, uh speaking of which I have questions. A uh, couple hundred years, you said? Uh yes. This does not make sense. Well, it doesn't make sense to you. See, I'm Walter Ohio. I'm better than everyone in any in like every way, so I understand things that you fade on. I I and that's okay. I begged. How how well do you play a cello? Uh, can I see it? Yes. He proceeds to play the most heart-wrenching rendition of a cello song that you've ever heard. take it back and I'm like yeah well you didn't play it like this and then I play it like a violin like a normal person does <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what kind of weird technique your... that was but this no, is how yes, yes. you're supposed to play it 
Well, I've never played a cello before, so I apologize. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> he pats you on your haunch. It's the front leg is the haunch, right? Back leg. I is think the it's flank. the back that's the haunch. Haunch is the yeah, ass. Haunch. Yeah. Haunch is ass. Flank. It's haunch the ass. Sam. He's, he's gonna put his hand on my ass. He just grabbed your ass. No, the other one, the flank. Then not your ass, because you're a centaur. Okay, because if you had, I would have like whatever that is. He I would have whinnied, and, and he says, "I don't." <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if it would have been in a good way or a bad way. So let's not. Anyway, I lack the strength to play your instrument properly, apparently, and I apologize. Now, oh, not very strong, are you, Sir Sater? You had a question. Uh, yeah. Um. Uh, Sol, Sol does. So uh, good to meet you, Sol. Uh, Morgan. Uh, so. Hundreds of years, you said. Yeah. What are we to do? What What are we doing here? Yeah. What is it you need? Well, as I said, the, the House of Gingerbread made their move recently, and they broke what little we had left. They took the North Pole Castle, the workshop where we re- used to refine the eggnog and make presents for all the boys which is not happening quite some time the good little girls and boys okay i was gonna say <laughs> yeah the good little girls and boys no we don't make them for girls <laughs> no not at all that's that's the other that shop. was a, that was jack of frost's idea he's kind of a little i am, I am <laughs> the present for the good little girls <laughs> yeah i am walter ohio i'm the only present women need uh, <laughs> so we we uh we lost the workshop and when we lost the workshop, we were scattered. I barely made it out with my life. Jack of Frostis and Mrs. Claus, I believe, are still alive somewhere out in the sands. But I don't know where. I haven't found them. I'm hoping that you can... Then they shall die! No. Probably. I I have questions as well. We will follow up with that very important question next. But for now, you all you need excuse. to know is that we need to find them. He's the rightful heir. The rightful heir to Solsmus, as much as we have at the moment. So... Maybe if we can help find the snowman, they could help. But other than that, I don't know what to do. That's why I called for help in the only way, the only help that I could. And you guys are it. And I want to know why the fairy courts saw fit to send a gingerbread man that was, to help the House of Tinsel. Yeah, that was my question as to whether or not you because were okay Because I am that. the indomitable harbinger of Solstice, and I will set things true. I like that. Yeah, he's broken. Yeah. Death I don't worry. Tinsel. I don't and, like uh, that. He readies his lance. <laughs> Walter Ohio squares yeah, up. I stand. I stand. I stand in between them. He immediately wait, wait, pulls wait, wait, out wait, 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 two wait. daggers and goes, "Bring it, you wait. Bring it on, you breaded ginger bastard." Whoa! Bring me a tree, Cedar, because I'm gonna string this tinsel up. Okay. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> uh, Let's relax. Quickly thinking, the the Cedar stomps on the on the. Warforged's foot. Soul stomps on his foot so that he looks at him and gets his attention. Then casts Charm Person. Can you charm a construct? Uh, I believe you can. Yeah, I, don't I don't think, think there's any actual... Charm. Yeah, I don't think they are. Elves are immune to charm. But I'm not, not sure I would find that, but I don't think I have that. Uh, he stomps on his foot and with his hoof and he says, Look close, yeah? Uh, the charm goes off. And uh, like that scene in that movie, we're not completely copying. You look down, and there's a lance inches from your like all your vital organs. Yeah, sure. Uh, but you it still worked, have to. But you know, yeah. <laughs> Good timing. Soul goes. This is not your enemy, yeah. 
This is your friend. Mine is fair. Might not sound right, but why would your friend lie to you? Syntax compulsion <laughs> error. <laughs> so, what you did say was that uh, the most important thing here was that we go and find uh, the prince and his mom and whatever, but uh, what about the big fucking thing that just tried to attack us? Ah, uh, the worm. Yeah, traveling through the desert seems very uh, uh, hard. Yeah, yeah. We have ways. There are some secrets that I can teach you. First of which, and he unrolls a big pack that he has stored over here in the cave, and he pulls out these big, weird leather suits. They should fit over your armor, and they'll help you with the heat. Okay, so I'm a centaur. <laughs> he has to wear two, one and one half And this of is them. a very large gingerbread <laughs> man. So what do we do? He, just, he pulls out another suit, cuts it in half, glues it together. <laughs> I think that the gingerbread man might be all right. I don't think that he should have an extreme effect on him, so we might not need one for him. But you, I'm going to give you his, and I'm probably going to have to cut up another one. Give me a second. I would, I, I, would like to make it, suits. I would like to make it a point that every time I point at something, I am using the bow from my cello. Okay, yeah, noted. Head cannon fix. Yeah, so I am uh, I am some fay. You, you, you need not uh, prepare the suit for me. I am heat... Wait, 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 you're telling me that I brought these chill suits for you guys, and you're, you don't need them? I need it. I, I don't need it. No, Jay, 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 we're approaching this all wrong. Come on, we've watched cartoons our entire lives. They're half animal, they only need from the waist up. Yeah, that's true. They don't need pants. Yeah, no. It's fine. The animal portion doesn't feel It's true, I am not wearing pants. But that just means that my goat penis is out. Yeah. Goat penis out. Goat balls dangle. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's hot. It's hot. It's they're, hot. They're going to hang real low. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Right. Yeah. So, you <laughs> don't need a chill suit then. Okay. Yeah, fine. He rolls it back up kind of haughtily. Again, I, uh, I need uh, no. That. He needs it. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> He needs the suit, yeah. Get goes, him the suit, yeah. He's, he's, like, got it half ripped apart, and he was putting it back. Oh, yes, 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 the, the centaur. My, my apologies. And he proceeds to casually sew a fantastic chill suit that is shaped like a centaur. It fits perfectly. I, In Soulsmith fashion. Thank you. Yeah. And you immediately just feel better. It's very cold, in fact, almost uncomfortably so. And he recommends that you open up a few of the edges to let some of the cold out. I'm, I'm somewhat upset at how well you just kind of did that, but you live in this climate, so I guess that's normal for you. Well, yes and no. I've, that's the first time I've ever sewed. Okay, okay, let's. So, where do we go now? Obviously, our friend here is a bard. Yeah, if you could point us where we're going, so that uh... we may kill them all. So that he doesn't try to kill you when, when the when the charm wears off. I don't know if you know what we're doing here, House, but we're trying to save people. Not death to the pretenders of the throne. Okay, let's find them. Yeah, yeah. One hour is is what we have before. I'll I'll take it. So, yeah, I'll take it. He he he's like walk and talk, and he he says last thing that I'm gonna give you, and he he pulls out from his pack three wooden carved figurines. And he holds them out to you, and he says, These are nutcrackers. If you plant them in the sand, turn on the switch, and give them a handful of nuts, they will crack nuts. And then you can walk away, and that 
usually distracts the worm. I don't have any, like, nuts on me. Do you... He hands you a pack of nuts. We could use the cedars! I would have to go on record saying, no, you cannot do sides. No. I have... No, the, the, this is not... It would be great if you could put them in your pouch. Uh, I could hold them, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. want yeah. one in each. You should do that. <laughs> uh, what the cedar pouch is supposed to be used for versus what it's actually used for. We're gonna... We're, you, you guys are gonna die. Yeah. You guys are all gonna die. Um, are, are you saying you're okay. not gonna save us, Ohio? I, I mean, I'll, I'll try. I'll try. I could probably I don't do think you will. I don't, I don't think you will. I, I think I'm gonna be... I think I'll save you. You'll be fine. Uh, as you guys um, are about to clear out, a sleigh sails over the top of you guys, and he says, Get down! And I need you guys all to roll stealth as the sleigh goes over the top. Oh, no. <laughs> Hang on, what kind of sleigh is it? It is a, uh, a, a brown, a light brown colored, uh, older looking model sleigh. It is being pulled Is it a by... house gingerbread sleigh? Yes. Then I don't open fire. Okay. It's quite obviously bearing house gingerbread colors. You know, the, the slight, the, the light brown with varying colored dots. That is the gingerbread. Hey, how's the seven treat you? Y'all are... I know a, this is off the topic, level. but House just stands and salutes as it goes by. <laughs> okay. Um, Holy fuck. 21. <laughs> if they double take me, I'm just going to turn into another creature. Something that blends just in. Just disappear. You, Darthaniel and Walter just disappear to either side. Uh, <laughs> they look and they full on see a gingerbread man. And they fly around and then they start to come to a halt. Um... You are just behind them, and they see that there are two figures. If you want to do something, I will allow you to change. But they're coming back. Yeah, uh, just change into, fuck, anything that looks appropriate in this desert. Have I seen other creatures? I'm a druid. I'm pretty t- tapped in. Uh, let's see. just plants his feet, and his feet stay in position, and his torso just rotates to be facing the sleigh as it moves and changes position. So there's not a lot of creatures that you've seen. I'm going to go ahead and say roll a knowledge nature check. It's going to be a difficult DC to have to have seen anything that that qualifies. Yeah, sure. Let's but if you saw sure. something during the last hour or so, you could turn into it. Turn into Shy Halud. <laughs> oh, I got lucky on that one. Uh, nature 19. So you, uh, on your way, you did see a couple things. One, you saw a dung beetle, and the other thing you saw was this weird mouse with large ears that looked like a kangaroo rat. Like, exactly like a kangaroo rat. I transform into the mouse. All right, you disappear. The sleigh comes down, and its single reindeer clop, clop, clops into place, and from the back of this sleigh steps a towering figure dressed in this, like, full white leather armor, and... It says, Gingerbread soldier, we saw someone else with you. Where did they go? What brings you out here into the middle of the desert? I have been dispatched by multiple courts of fey to serve as the arbiter of destruction, heralding forth the demise of House Tinsel, restoring Solstmas. Okay, where was the other thing that we saw? Um, House's torso just ratchets around slowly on its waist in a scatting pattern a whole 360 degrees. I am unsure. You hear him, like, talking to his earpiece. Yeah, no, we have a Model 1 out here. And, uh, yeah, um, I think there's something wrong with it. There might be an enemy nearby, but it's not been seen. 
uh, requesting backup. House immediately goes to full arms when the man says enemy. I'm going to check out this gingerbread man. Send backup, please. And he starts moving forward you, to you. Excuse me. Declare your name. I am House Gingerbread Man at Arms of House Gingerbread. Uh, all right. I'm going to start. I'm going to check your baking and your stuffing and your... Touch me and you die! I have to touch you. Belay that order? Does that work? These model ones are... I don't understand. Order belayed. Personal space is very important. <laughs> Approach at your own risk. As he reaches to touch you, uh, from a corner, just Walter Ohio just leaps out and cuts the dude down. Just stabs him in a kidney, brings him to the ground, and looks up at everybody. He's like, we need to go now. He already called for backup. Dude's having a bad day because he also most definitely got lanced. Oh, yes. That's a dirty 16, and, uh, yeah. So, so Walter tackles him into your lance. We need to go now. I have procured for us a vehicle with transportation. This is, uh... Very convenient for me. Thank you, Mr. Ohio. I am going to use a uh, ability that I have called Mantle of Whispers. Okay. As a reaction, when a humanoid dies within 30 feet of you, you can capture its shadow until you use it or finish a long rest. As an action, you can use the shadow to disguise yourself okay. as the dead person for an hour. The fuck? Boom. Wow. No more centaur. Nice. I can walk shit, now. horse. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Neat. That's a dark horse, guys. There is a brief moment where Walter <laughs> Ohio looks up and, go, like, squares up as he sees you morph into the bad guy. While disguised, you gain enough information to pass yourself off as the person. Another creature can detect the disguise with an insight check versus your deception check. You gain a plus five bonus. Um, House wheels around, sees you, brandishes his lance. Identify yourself, unestablished unitary measure of House Gingerbread, or be destroyed. You gotta Immediately. Keep, you have got to keep up, Gingerbread Man. Come on. He starts stripping the armor off of the dead one, and he's like, this gives me an idea. Let's get on the let's get on the uh, sleigh. Um, uh, the kangaroo rat that is uh, Soul <gasps> just hops his way into the armor of, uh, of House. Just tucks away in a little pocket. I've got okay. three and hours, I, and, I, and it's my and last I tell house. House, <laughs> house, house, it is I. Darthaniel. Uh, as you I guys all like jump onto now. the sleigh, you t- <laughs> <laughs> as you guys jump onto the sleigh, uh, Walter Ohio puts hang on, on the Hang on, hang on. House doesn't jump onto the sleigh. He climbs onto the bottom of it between the rungers like a bomb. Okay. <laughs> okay. It, 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 Walter Ohio puts on the armor, and you guys take off, and then you grab onto the bottom like some sort of thermonuclear warhead ready to engage, and you guys quickly fly away. As you fly away, in the back behind you, you guys see the light up gumdrop buttons of the gingerbread house sleighs flying into place and scanning the area as you guys sort of disappear. Um, you see that one of them peels off the chase after you and when he flies by uh, I need someone to roll a performance check. I'll do it. As you guys kind of get quote unquote scanned. How close do they get? That is a 15 plus 3 performance and I wave as one of them. Uh, they, you see them They as a there's like a group of three on the sleigh and they kind of look at each other and they all shrug and they nod at you and then they peel off to go check the area again and then continue on. Rad. On your comms, there's just one question. So what was it, dude? Uh, just a weird broken gingerbread, man. It wasn't really working any well, any well anymore. Taking it back for repairs? Yeah, we'll take care of it. Don't worry about it. All right. As you were. And you guys fly away. So Walter is like, so... That went well. All right, we might Shock, survive after all. Shockingly, so yes. Yeah, 
So, we have a choice. We can go out into the desert. We can try to find Jack Jack Frostus, Mrs. Claus. Or and we can use them. But I want to warn you that if we show up in snowmen areas, dressed the way we are, we will be attacked on sight. Even as this person? Particularly as this person. Oh. They hate us. Well, they hate gingerbread. <laughs> Fuck this place. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Any enemy of house gingerbread deserves the utmost disassembly. Oh, because he's a mouse. Okay. Right on. <laughs> oh, look at him. He's so cute. Squeak. Can, I, can, 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 can you sit on my shoulder for a brief moment? I mean, technically I had folded up into the, the gingerbread man's armor, but sure, I'll move all the way around the from underneath. It's safer. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, he wouldn't be able to see or hear you, really. I promise you, if Jay had fucked up and said that that sleigh had come close enough, I was going to launch ship-to-ship combat immediately. <laughs> I'm aware. It would have happened if he had failed his role. Okay, where, what, does, uh, so, what does our Iun compass tell us? It's the size of the mouse <laughs> floating around the mouse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ever since you found Walter, Ohio, it just follows Walter. Yeah, which is why it doesn't matter that you can't see it because it is inside the mouse at the stage. Alright. <laughs> you guys fly on. Uh, if you would like to change the course, Walter recommends you guys kind of start start searching the desert for signs of snowmen. But he does say that we should I'm probably... I'm 100% re- nibbling on your gingerbread, you stupid <laughs> fuck. <laughs> you edible ass motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so you try to eat house? Yeah, from the inside he nibbles a little. You can't. You, you've just tried to nibble on the oldest gingerbread. So when you try to eat house, you realize that even your tiny mouse teeth can't do it. You've just tried to nibble on effectively fossilized gingerbread. <laughs> you guys travel deeper into the deserts. Somebody uh, roll a survival check Got it. to see if we can find any evidence of snowmen. tavern goer it is i ryan i'm here to tell you that in case you haven't noticed we just finished a monstrous campaign our first campaign which means there's gonna be a second which we are working on currently but until we can bring you torchlit tavern season two campaign two we've got your favorite holiday apps coming at you nice and hot if these holiday hijinks aren't enough to tide you over until the next campaign Mosey your way on over to twitch.tv slash torchlitavern where you'll find Jeff leading a bunch of friends through a little thing that he likes to call Wacko Mundo. And maybe even a few behind the scenes things about Campaign 2. You can find that on Wednesdays, like I said, on Twitch. What Wednesday? 
I don't know off the top of my head, but you know where you can find that information on our socials. That is at Torchlit Tavern on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, on all those wonderful things. Even Patreon, if you really like us and want to give us a little money to keep doing what we're doing. And you know where else you can even find us? TorchlitTavern.com. Questions, comments, concerns, send them there. Or to any of the places that I just mentioned. Well, that's all I got for you uh, today, but until next time, gang, smell you later. Our theme song was written and originally performed by Mason Santos. All music and sound effects for this episode were brought to you by Epidemic Sound. Check out our referral link to their website in the episode description. Additional sounds in this episode are brought to us by freesound.org. This episode was edited by Ryan Santos and Jameson Oxford. Thanks again for listening, and don't forget, Heroes is boring.